Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. This is episode number 191 featuring differentdrummerdance.com. Get on board with online learning. It's February 7th, 2021, and we have a strategizing Sunday tip for you here at Dance Tips Daily. While today's blog mainly is addressed to studio owners and teachers, even if you're a dancer and you're not leading a group of other dancers, you're still the leader of your own life and your own choices that you make within dance, and that includes your training. I know at the start of the pandemic, I had a really hard time adjusting to dancing through a screen and meeting for class online. I eventually got to a point where I had to make the decision that, okay, well, are you going to get on board and get online or are you just going to stop your training? Because there's a big old question mark behind when this pandemic will be stopping. So I chose the more proactive approach and continued to train online. And I'm happy I did because I think this medium of training through the screen is uh, an approach that won't go away for the future of dance. And also accepting this can help us with our businesses to be sustained in the long run. That said, let's dance on into our blog written by Katrina Kohi and start strategizing ways to get others on board for online learning with us. Today, I'm sharing three tips for getting parents back on your side and on board with online learning. Let's dive right in and remember, inhale, exhale. Number one, just like me. Before we even approach solving a problem, we have to come at it in a spirit of empathy and love. I know it's not easy. We're already feeling edgy and parents demanding refunds or for us to problem solve more than we already have feels like a direct attack. But that's where Just Like Me comes in. Just like you, these parents are scared and overwhelmed. Just like you, they want the best for their dancer. Just like you, they're worried about their jobs, their income, and their families. So yes, you're allowed to feel angry angry, frustrated, and upset at parents who are rubbing you the wrong way. But you also have a choice on how to move forward from here, with empathy or to stay in attack and defense mode. Number two, keep it simple. In simple language, explain the choices your parents have. Point out that other learning institutions like colleges and paid tutoring programs are not refunding classes. Your business is a place of learning, and despite these challenging situations, you're committed to continuing that learning. No, online distance learning isn't ideal, but it's the absolute best option available. Point out the benefits of keeping the child dancing at home and highlight the benefits to the parent. Their student will be able to be occupied for 45, 60, however many minutes your class lasts. That time, parents can be free to work, cook, nap, etc. Show off the supplemental materials you may be offering at no extra charge. That will keep dancers learning and be specific about the time it will take dancers to complete them. For example, our free conditioning class your dancer can take is 45 minutes of extra coaching. 
Or we're offering a complimentary story time for young dancers. A teacher will read a story and guide dancers through a movement activity. We'll also send you coloring pages that go with the story. This activity should last about an hour and it's all free. Ritual and routines keep children feeling safe and normal. Moving our bodies releases endorphins, which combat feelings of stress and anxiety, and ensure that your child is getting to sleep early. Dancers won't feel isolated or alone when they can continue to see, virtually, their teachers and classmates. And that's the time they can safely connect with friends while you can work. Dancers will be strengthening their inner teacher and self-discipline muscles, which are not only essential skills for dancers, but essential life skills. Dancers will have the opportunity to learn supplemental materials that they don't always have time for during weekly classes at the studio. Elements like conditioning, musicality, dance history, anatomy, and body positivity can all be weaved into your online learning program. Most of these materials are self-guided so you can be hands-off. If you highlight the benefits to the parents, their light bulbs will go off that this isn't as inconvenient as they thought it would be. And hopefully your parents have signed a contract and waiver that keeps them committed. Now, obviously don't pull that card in a threatening way. Remember, just like me, but do keep your parents accountable. Point out that just like them, you have bills and financials to consider and their continued support is critical at this time. And in the long run, when you communicate with parents, consider the double bind technique. Here's an example. I know you want what's best for your daughter and you only have her well-being in mind. I know you'd never want her to lose any chance to dance, learn, and grow. That's why we're moving to online learning. A parent is going to have a hard time coming back to that and saying, no, I don't want her to dance, learn, and grow. That's the double bind. Your language is important. So remember, keep it empathetic and simple. Number three, don't ask for permission. We dancers and dance educators tend to be people pleasers. And when it comes to customer service for your business, yes, you do want to people please and deliver more than they expected. But you are the leader, the guardian, and the gatekeeper of your studio and business. You don't need to ask for people's permission to make decisions that are best for you, your studio, your staff, and your company. Lead with love, but don't be a pushover. It's a reality that you may lose students from this, but in all honesty, those are probably families you want to lose, and you and your studio are better off without folks who will question, condemn, and criticize your every move. Consider losing those people a blessing. The space they will leave will be filled with other students and families who will support you and are grateful for your leadership, which is a great place to wrap this up. What we're going through now is ripe with learning opportunities. I'm not demeaning the fact that things are scary right now and people are suffering. It's possible to pray for those people, send them love, and also see all these recent events as an invitation to grow, learn, and get better. We can do hard things. I'm here for you if you have questions or need support. Email me or follow me over on Instagram. And remember, inhale, exhale. Thank you so much to Miss Katrina Kohi for giving us permission to share her wonderful blog with you all today. Which was your favorite tip or takeaway from the blog today? One of mine was lead with love, but don't be a pushover.
If you tuned into our bonus episode eight featuring Erica Bowen, one of the most important things she talked about that's important if you're a dancer going on tour or even just in regards to your studio is creating a contract because it's something tangible that you can go back to, read the lines, and it's concrete as a reminder in case any problems do arrive. I think it's so important for clients and our dance community, especially when they're upset and nervous to be at least heard. So we can certainly hear them, but in regards to people pleasing, which sometimes comes all too easy for us, as Katrina mentioned within the blog, having that contract is such an important tool that you can pull up. It's something tangible that states, this was our agreement we had, and I completely hear you and I understand your concerns. But we can't break the contract. If I do this for you, then I do this for other families, and then there's no longer a business. At the core of it, a few reasons why parents sign up their children for dance classes are because they appreciate and honor the arts and know how much the child can benefit from the physical and creative activity. And just because the medium has transformed into a screen, that doesn't mean that there still isn't growing opportunities. I'm sure if you remind them why they started, then they'll be a little more keen to sticking around. Same thing goes for any dancers out there who are having a hard time signing into their technique classes online, or maybe the dancers who have dedicated so much of their life to be a professional and then all of a sudden these jobs have stopped. And maybe you found yourself wanting to quit now too, but you haven't come this far and sacrificed as much as you have to just stop now. So if you needed the little reminder or little encouragement to keep pushing through, here it is. I truly believe all of the efforts that we're putting in right now are not in vain and will pay off in the long run as soon as our world reopens again. That said, that's your short and sweet tip for the day. I hope you enjoyed. And as always, happy dancing. Thanks for listening today and tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.